When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Auburn Live Show Recruiting Edition, also known as the Shrivel Freaking Pod, man. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3, and if you're not a member of that site, you should be because, man, We've had a blowout weekend, blowout coverage of the blowout weekend. And uh, it's been a lot, man. It's been a lot. That's why we're having this show a little early this week. Uh, but anyways, Auburn Live on 3. It's got a special going on right now, $10 for four months. Uh, it's cheaper than two gallons of gas, at least. Or sure, it should be in some states. Uh, but, hey, we got a great show for you today. Auburn is wrapping up a huge recruiting weekend. Had a big junior day on, on Saturday, and I've got two of the guys, two of the most knowledgeable guys here to talk with me. Uh, first off, we got Cole Pinkston, our yes, recruiting sir. analyst at Auburn Live on Three. Cole, how the hell are you? I'm good. All right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm I don't good. care. I don't care where you are this week. Okay. Surviving, huh? Hey, uh, same place. Not yeah. moving in front of your uh, permanent green screen. That's it. Still haven't taken the stuff off the wall, but yeah. Sorry, it looks good. It looks good. Is, is, is the backpack? Is that decor? So, yeah. So so it's like a like a safari theme. I, I guess you would okay. say. Okay. Um, totally. You know, my design. I did all this. My wife had nothing to do with it. Not that's not true. She did right. It. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got it's got coal written all over it. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And joining us again this week is Message Board Insider. Whoa. Mr. <laughs> J-Head, also known as A-Head, just don't call him A-Hole. How the hell are you? I'm doing fantastic. So you know what? Give me two claps and a whoo, Ric Flair. I'm excited to talk about recruiting today, man. Especially man. all the people down this past weekend. I tell you, I was expecting a big weekend and it was even bigger than I thought. And there was, it was carryover. There were people here Friday. There were people, a huge group Saturday, uh, not, not a huge group. It was a perfectly sized group of recruits because everybody were, was able to get time with their coaches uh, to build those relationships. And it wasn't just overly swamped with guys. And uh, I thought it was perfect. Then you had Sunday uh, guys coming in from California, uh, Michigan, Florida, South Florida. Monday, you had guys, you had McElderry, Raquez McElderry, and the kids from Anderson yep. coming in. Uh, there was also Stanquan Clark, a four star linebacker from um, Miami. Killian High School was also on campus for Monday's practice. And guys, we're here to talk about it all. Um, if you're listening, you're probably listening to this on Wednesday. We are recording it Tuesday afternoon, so keep that in mind going forward. Jay head Cole and I were there firsthand, but let me ask you from, from, from afar, you followed it. I'm sure as close as anybody this weekend, absolutely getting text messages the whole nine, the entire way, but go ahead with your question. Jay. What, 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 you know, what, what was kind of your perception of it all? 
I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a large enough crowd with impact players in it and yet a small enough crowd for those guys to get personal one-on-one attention to get that detail-oriented approach from the coaches so that they kind of there's some intimacy to it, right? right? You know what I mean? Because this was centered on relationship building, and that's what the staff needs more than anything is time for relationship building with their top targets. They got that and then some. They were able to design – I mean, I think they were bringing in, um, uh, you know, Twitter superstars, you know what I mean? Or um, right. yeah. other people kind of live and other influencers, social media influencers to live and up the practice. You had the, the very Oh, the gritty guy. Yeah. yeah. Man, I thought that was a nice touch. I thought that was a nice touch um, for people that are 18. Not for me, but for people that are 18, <laughs> it is a really nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Um. But just the kids getting to sit in position meeting groups, the detail that they got. I mean, you know, I saw some comments from Chris Vizina. I saw some comments from multiple uh, linebacker targets, defensive linemen, other guys that got an opportunity to meet with these new coaches uh, that just were blown away. Yeah. Absolutely blown away by the attention to detail and how each visit was kind of personally tailored to that person. Um, so just, I think, from where I sit, from the information that I got on the weekend, it was just really a big success. And now the question moving forward is, can you get these guys back? Because how Auburn's going to recruit is, is they need to get these guys on campus two, three, four times to continue with that relationship. We're not Alabama or Georgia right now where we can just pick and choose who we want. We need to relationship build, um, show these guys how we project moving forward. Um, and then just, you know, let the chips fall where they may. But getting these guys back on campus after an influential weekend like that will be a continuation and I think will lead to good things. Absolutely. It was the, it was the first step, in my opinion, of this new year for Harson, his second year at Auburn, his first full class, his first full class of being able to have guys on campus, non-pandemic. Uh, and I tell you, man, beginning Friday with Jeremiah Cobb, the four-star running back, arguably Auburn's top running back on the board coming in Friday till Saturday with the big group, and we'll go over some guys. And then Sunday you had – was that Carmelo English? Was that – or did he come in – no, yeah, it was It was Sunday. So Sunday. Sunday you get Carmelo English, the four-star <clears throat> wide receiver, arguably the top wide receiver on the board, right? Um, getting him back – getting back in the game. And I had a chance to speak with him after he left, and Ike Hilliard – he uh, spent a lot of time with him. They're, they're forming that bond. That was the first time they had met in person, but getting him back on campus basically gave Auburn a chance. I mean, Auburn really didn't have a chance before before uh, Sunday. And then Monday you had McElderry uh, <laughs> coming down with all those youngsters, the, the underclassmen at, at Aniston, which is a stack, stacked team, and, and Raquan Clark. There was just so many good recruits on campus the past four days. And no, there wasn't there wasn't any commitment. There wasn't a commitment out of the weekend. But as I told somebody, you know, the commitments, the, the days of leaving a visit and saying, hey, man, I just committed. You know, those days are over, man. These guys want their graphics. They want their uh, presentations or whatever. I'm not saying any of those are forthcoming. But, you know, the days of, of expecting commitment on Saturday afternoon after a great day of visits is not it's just not going to happen anymore. So – uh, Cole, did you – what did you think about Saturday? Jeremiah Cobb was Friday. We talked to him. Had a great visit. It sound, I mean, I really – listen, if you don't like sunshine pumping, you might want to turn it off. 
Because this show, <laughs> this, I mean, I'm serious. This there's there's really nothing negative coming out of this weekend. Dang. I hope we can get to all of the sunshine, right? Just, all the rays. We just lost half our viewers. Generally. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dang it. So long. <laughs> the the Eeyores don't know what to do. No, Kimosabi has left yeah. the chat. Uh, but Jeremiah Cobb, number one running, I'm guessing, arguably, running yeah. number one running back on the board, and Auburn wants to. Yeah. But, you know, he had a great visit. I, I dare to say, you know, Auburn's probably the team to beat. I yeah, think so. I think so. I, I do. I, I think I, – I said, didn't we talk about guys that we thought were possible commit guys right. down the road? Yeah. Yeah, to me, he's he's in that list. Um, he's got to be, you know. So, after that visit, I think it's even stronger. Uh, it's, it's you know, he's going to see some other places. I don't think he's in a big hurry, but I don't think right. he's a flashy kind of guy either. And I think Auburn seems to fit what he wants to do. So, we're going to be hearing this a lot during the show, but if signing day were next week, which we all know it's not, it's freaking March, man. There's, you know, still, what, eight, nine months before signing day, before these kids kids yeah. can sign yeah but to kind of give idea give the listeners ideas of kind of where we think Auburn stands after this weekend with these kids I, I would put Jeremiah Cobb on the board for next yep. week if yep. for next week's signing day I would put him on the board and again this is going to be a a, a, a reoccurring thing throughout the show all right so then then we moved to Saturday and I think there was about 20. I, I never really sat down and counted them all up that was tw- around 20 but man the offensive linemen that were there um, all the four stars, and I thought the biggest two coming in, besides Vizina, the four star quarterback, number top five quarterback in the, in the mm-hmm. country, was was Quay Russell, 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 Russell. I go Russell. Uh, it's probably wrong. Russell looks better to me. Whatever that dude, <laughs> and and, J- and James Smith. You know, both five star guys. It depends on which rankings you go to. One of the two is the number one player in the state of Alabama. Yeah. So easily the top two players in the state of Alabama and they were on campus and Cole, uh, you know, we were there, we got to see them when they left and these dudes thoroughly enjoyed it. They really yeah. did. The The one thing I wanted to address is I, I think, I think there was even a thread on this on our boards about, you know, does, does what a recruit say really mean anything after a visit? Um, My answer to that is, probably not always 100%, but most of the time it does. And and here's what I can tell from this weekend. Uh, the two times I've talked to James Smith, five-star guy from Montgomery, before this weekend, I'll just be honest. He ain't giving me much, okay? <laughs> he said, yeah, you know, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. Yeah, right. It's, you know, uh, that kind of thing. This weekend he gave details. He, he, he went into detail about different things. He said, you know, um, we, I think you got, you know, you got with him too, Jeffrey. I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he gave us details and, and uh, this happened and, and I really like this part and, and that kind of thing. Winning, winning culture, the winning attitude, uh, you know, him and, and Quay were going back and forth, you know, joking with each other. There was, it was a very good mood all throughout the day Saturday. And the first how about you the show should go to Auburn's recruiting department who have yeah. really picked yeah. it up, man. I mean, no Darren problem. Usher, Stephen Rusick, um, all those guys, um, you know, Trevon Reed, Malcolm Askew were there, all the coaches. And there was such a different feel. And, of course, keeping in mind, these guys have only been here through a pandemic, uh, you know, recruiting cycle. So, 
it's really tough to say that, oh man, they, you know, they've done a really 180. But the thing that I noticed the most about these guys was Monday, I went in for the, uh, for the assistant coach interviews. And then during that time, Aniston was showing up, <coughs> Raquez McElderry. There you go. All right, all right. And listen, every one of those position coaches came down from their office and was greeting these guys at the front door. Yeah. Um, I didn't see a a top recruit leave throughout the weekend, all those four or five days without a a coach walking him out. Uh, You know, Ike Hilliard's, you know, basically holding Carmelo English's hand all the way to the car. You know, it it was just such a different vibe at Auburn such a positive vibe at Auburn. And I think we got that from these interviews. I mean, you could, you could get that feel from the recruits, how much fun they had. You're talking kids, Connor Strove from Texas, his mom and dad, I got a chance to talk to them. They got to Atlanta. They flew into Atlanta. Their car was, you know, somewhere that they had rented. The hotel was messed up and they were like, man, just to come here and have such a great day really made this trip so much, so much better than the way it started out. Really good people. And Jeffrey, he, he even told me before, uh, I think it was two weeks before they took this visit, right around the time he got offered, that uh, he said, yeah, you know, um, they're talking to us about coming that weekend. We're, we're trying to get there. It's just not really working out, is what he told me. And uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, just let me know if y'all, if y'all head out there and we'll catch up. And he goes, all right, never heard back from him. Lo and behold, they're all there. Yeah, They made, they made it work, you know. So I thought that was, I thought that was a pretty big deal. Because it's not an easy trip with everything going on. And, Flew in and, from Dallas. Yeah. Flew in from Dallas. But getting those guys on campus, just the recruiting department at Auburn, the coaches, all those guys, man, it was it was very impressive. It was something uh, very organized. It was, uh, you know, nobody was wandering around, wondering what to do. It was it was, it was was impressive, man. I was impressed with the job that Stephen Ruzic, Darren Usher, all those guys in the recruiting department and gals uh, uh, did on Saturday. Jay Head, you were you a big fan of Ruzik. Yeah, you, you could say that. You could uh, say that. Have have uh, kept up with him, or you kind of you, you've done your research. Done my research, tracked his career a little bit, and obviously, anybody that comes to the Patrick Sudie's tree, you know, what I mean, I'm going to follow because they've learned to do it right. You know, what I mean, they have a very organized structure to what they do. Attention to detail and relationship building are at the forefront. Um, can't say enough about how he's been able to augment some of, you know, maybe the help that Darren Urser needed last year that he wasn't necessarily getting and helping to formulate relationships with high school coaches and other seven-on-seven groups, other people, the influencers around these recruitments. Ruzik already knows all these people, you know what I mean? So now he's kind of a connector of sorts um, for, you know, maybe missing gaps that maybe we had last year on the communication piece of it. Right, big communication, yeah. But back to kind of what you and Cole were saying, you know, I I found it interesting, the person that asked the question, does it matter what a recruit says? Well, not only does it matter what they say, and you guys have touched on that, but how they say it. That's it. How they say it is so important, and you could feel the enthusiasm from a lot of these kids coming through the words that you guys put in text. You know what I mean? Right on. I haven't heard as much. You know, I've been trying to kind of dabble behind the scene a little bit. I think James Smith had a great time, but I think this is just kind of an opening for him now. Sure. Like we're just really kind of getting into this recruitment. 
I think we're in it with Quay Russo. I mean, I think we're legitimately in it. That's everything that my intel tells me. I said it on the last show. I feel even more, more strong in that this show after kind of some of the feedback that I've got. Um, how he's bonded with Zach Etheridge, the design of the defense, the need there. He sees the ability to get on the field early. Derek Hall taking time out of his day to go up to the kid and talk to him and tell him about the importance of the position. I mean, there were just so many different things that were breaking in our favor on that visit. And he is probably, athletically speaking, the most gifted edge player in the entire Southeast. I mean, when you put his highlight tape on, it is just absolutely freak show quality. Yeah, so that's he is. A kid, I mean, if, if you want an impact player on campus for your most pivotal weekend, that was one to have. And, and, he, and he hit it out of the park with him. And don't and forget, Jay Head, who they had with them. Uh, Russo and Smith. Yeah, yes, Marlon sir. Davidson, yeah. And you can't have a better person to sell Auburn than Marlon Davidson. Um, his brother lived it in Kenny Carter. He's lived yeah. it, gone on to the NFL, and it's just the image of what we want to sell at Auburn, the quality young man that he is, specifically with everything that happened with his mother, dealing with that, getting his degree, representing in the league. You know what I mean? It just speaks volume that a guy like that is willing to spend his time mentoring young kids from that same Montgomery area and bring them to a place that he likes to call home. So, I mean, I, I, you're right. And he's got a relationship with him. So yeah. that's, that's an influence. That's And with Jeremiah Cobb, you know what I found impressive? That kid didn't want to miss out on the weekend. He knew he couldn't come on Saturday because he had prom. But said, you know what? I'm getting out of town on Friday afternoon. I'm coming up here. I'm meeting with Cadillac because I promised him I'll be here. Came anyway, and Cadillac and everybody else in the building knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. I mean, I Tennessee's probably the big competition there with him. Um, and, and they're going to be tough. Obviously, Tennessee's on the rise a little bit. But sure. I'm with you, Cole. I think, you know, he's a Montgomery kid. He's top of our board. You got to get him. No excuses. You got to land that one. Yeah. Real, real quick on James Smith. Last week, Cole, we had recapped on – Cole had put James Smith on his potential – Yes, and I said, get me off of that, dude. No, you, That's a yeah, 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 I said, I said, you want to bring that up? You want to bring that up now? Huh? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying I'm wrong. I was saying I was wrong. I was like, get me off of that sinking ship, dude. Because Jay Head was putting me in there with you. I was like, hell no, I didn't say that. <laughs> so, but I will say this scoot over, Cole. Let me get in that boat with you. I mean, okay. and, and, and again, just like Jay Head said, dude, do, at no point do I think Auburn leads for James Smith. No. I, I think Auburn went from five to maybe 20. Right. You know, and 20, right. 20 being they're going to get one of the five official visits. Yeah. Which is, yeah. is, is, is huge. Um, you know, you got to remember these cats weren't coming. They were going to Miami. They were going to Georgia. Things came up and they said, we, we're not going to, no, we're going to Auburn. I thought that was yeah. big. We found that out Friday afternoon. Uh, I was taking Brooks to his mamas and, and, and I found that out that they were coming in. I thought that was huge, man. And then to kind of go down the list. So you had the number one, probably the number one defensive tackle in James Smith. You had the number one edge in Quay Russo. You had several, you had the number one running back. You had the number one quarterback, Chris Vizina. You had Jer Jeremiah Cobb. You had several top offensive linemen. I don't know that there's a, a, you know, a belt to give one of them to say you're the top dude, <laughs> but several, including Clay, Clay Whedon, Stanton Rammel, Bo yep. Hughley was there. Yep. The Georgia commitment. What's up, big dog? All right. Brooks just came home. Uh, uh, Connor uh, Connor Stroh was there from Texas. In, is, is, Connor Lou. Connor Lou was well. there from Georgia. 
And then in, it's not Jeffrard, believe it or not. Okay. I have, I have Jeffrard. Missed, it's Jeffrard. Jeffrard. Yeah. Okay. Jeffrard. Put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Hey, look, uh, by the picture, <laughs> that kid was every bit as physically impressive as anybody I've seen. I mean, he, he's well put together, Cole. Yeah, Who's this? absolutely. Jeffrard. Yeah, Jeffrard. Jeffrard, there you go. Hey, and listen. Okay, he looks better. He looks better than he did when I saw him last time at a game last season. I think what he tell us three sixty ish, which by the way is about what thirty pounds down. If he was at four hundred at one point, but yeah. again, we said you know that Auburn just wanted to make sure he wasn't sloppy. I didn't see sloppy. No, no, I didn't see no. sloppy. Uh, then, then you had. Carmelo English, the number one wide receiver. But let's don't forget about Arkansas State transfer wide receiver. Corey Rucker was there, dude, and he was having a blast. He was. You know, I noticed about Ike Hilliard um, where a lot of the coaches, they – I'm not going to say they stay in a pack, but they kind of stay around the camp – around the um, wherever, you know, the event is happening. Ike Hilliard kind of goes and does his – he kind of does his own little thing where he'll take him off and show him this or, uh, you know, get a little bit of one-on-one time. Uh, I, I think he walked – remember, he walked away with him one time. We were like, who was that? It was Corey Rucker. Of course, he had Rucker on the back of his shirt, so that helped. But, um, <laughs> you know, he, he, that's just kind of how he does things. He, he likes to kind of have the one-on-one time. So, I thought that was interesting. Four-star – who the hell was it? Oh, four-star defensive tackle, Katie Mc, uh, Daniel McDonald. McDonald. McDonald, yeah. Hey, he had a good time. <laughs> he did. Hey, I was surprised by him. I was surprised by the Langston Hughes guys, Bo Hughley, Jelani Thurman, Josh Horton, and yeah. Terrence Love. Yeah. Terrence now, Love. Caden McDonald told me, he said, <laughs> he had the biggest smile on his face, too. He's like – Thing I really liked about practice, man, they gave him candy afterward to the best players. <laughs> he goes, "That was awesome, dude." Spoken <laughs> like a true big dog. Oh, Mar- no, Mar- 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 Marcellus Pulliam. Hey, good looking prospect there too. Good looking uh, prospect. Trying to think of anybody else, line tight end, wide receivers. I didn't see the da- uh, the Daniel Rogers kid. Was that his name? The uh, kid from Florida. Oh yeah, Bryson. Bryson, I, I didn't see him, but I, that doesn't mean he wasn't there. I, I probably need to check on that. Uh, Clay, Weed. so talking about who you think Auburn leads for after this weekend, not just Saturday, I would put Jeremiah Cobb. Yep. Yes. I would put Clay Weed. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, what about the uh, four-star DB from Georgia? Oh, from Grayson. Yeah. Who? From Grayson. Yes. Oh, yeah. Name? Michael Daughtery. Daughtery, yes. Yeah, I, I pronounced again. I pronounced it wrong. He let me know Daughtery was it. Da- Daughtery. <laughs> Daughtery. Yeah, that's what he told me, yeah. Okay. All right. He, man, he was a great interview. I think I think they have like an interview class or something at Grayson High School because those guys know how to do it, man. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But, re- I mean – in all seriousness, though, I mean, he was, you know, he was, he was pretty legit about everything he was saying. He was, he was, uh, it, to me, that, that was probably the most eye opening interview for me and just talking to him off the record because 
he was like, you know, um, it's hard not to ignore all this stuff that was going on about Coach Harson and about Auburn on Twitter. I mean, he said every time I turned on Twitter, I was seeing negativity. He said and Auburn was one of the schools I really liked. So it bothered me. He's, he's like, I had to get here. I had to see for myself if that was really true. And and the words he used to me were, what what Harson's doing here is are just and true. That's what he said. And right, just and right. So, I the way he saw it, I, I don't believe all that stuff. I saw it for myself. I, I really like it, and and supposed to have a commit decision in April, but I don't know. I don't know if that's still happening or not because he's he said he'd be back for a game, no doubt. Right. I think in the first couple of weeks in April. Go ahead, Jay Head. No, great. He, he, some really great quotes from Cole Story on that with that kid. Um, everything you hear when you kind of try to ask around um, is just great, great young man, good family, um, yeah. very good uh, free safety prospect. Probably, you know, he could be a one high um, and a cover three. Uh, has that range to definitely play too deep. I think North Carolina is the team or was the team to watch, Cole. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I think yes. with him, hopefully this visit has changed that to a degree. And like you said, we'll kind of back off from that April commitment date. But and you we do get a better feel. Jay Head, you do know who was at North Carolina when they were the leader, right? Oh, yeah. Steven Ruzic. Yeah. He said, he. I mean, I, I, think, um, I think he's having an impact in that recruitment at Auburn. And I think he had an impact in that recruitment. Yeah, when he was at North Carolina, too. 100%. So that move is interesting, to say the least. And it's it, to me, you hear his name a lot right now, specifically, I think, with Jafard. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Jafard. Yeah, Jafard and Doherty. Um, those are just two of the most recent. But you've heard Ruzik's name mentioned by a lot of different guys where he's kind of taken the, as the lead recruiter and communicator with these guys before the position coaches get involved. I mean, you see him functioning right. in that connector piece a lot, specifically with kids from Georgia because he's tapping into his dad's high school network mm-hmm. and some of those other coaching relationships that he's cultivated over the years. But that's to me, that shows the growth and maturity. I'm not going to say mature this week, but maturity. <laughs> very mature of you. Yeah, very mature. <laughs> um, I had to speak lessons this week. But the maturity <laughs> of, our, of, of our coaches – and specifically Brian Harson to go out and hire a guy that has those relationships that can put them in contact with the people that they need to talk to to get to the prospects they want to talk to. I think that was an issue last year. Part of that was COVID and not being able to see kids face-to-face until June. Part of that was just not knowing the landscape. Yeah. You know, you know what? You Finish up, Jay. Here. Keep talking. Coaches that you have on your staff that do know the landscape, well, Recruiting is only so much of what they can do in a day. That's not their designated only job. Their job is also to, whether if you're Mike Bobo, you're also the offensive coordinator. So you're developing strategy, install, everything else as far as that's concerned. You know, if it was Will Friend, you're concentrated on offensive line. You can't, you don't have time to call every high school coach in the state of Mississippi. Joe Bernardi. Dedicated guys in the recruiting department that know the landscape and that's all they do all day long. That's pivotal, man. I mean, it, it just – I think it's setting us up for a much better finish this year, depending on how things play out on the field, because I right. think relationship building and how the season plays out will drive how our recruiting goes this year. 
So, so last class you had the, the disconnect in with the pandemic and whatnot. And so you had that, well, the relationship excuse, right? And I'm not saying it was an excuse. It was a damn reason, right? I mean, it was, it was a legit reason, right? Um, I don't, I, I think now it lays, it's going to be determined how, how good this class is in on, on the field. Like, I really feel like the, the relationships are, are forming if they haven't formed already and they're just building on. Now you have a successful season, whatever that might be, making some noise. Yes. Nine to 10 wins. Winning a game you're not supposed to, winning the ones you're, you are. Uh, improving, you know, really like making some noise, man, making people notice you. I agree. If, if nothing, if you're not playing for the championship, at least you're given the perception that maybe you're, you're a year and maybe a couple of players away. Yep. Well, you know, that you're on that cusp right there. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it's the right, the, it's hard to quantify a number on what this team, I mean, I know you got to win, but to right. me, I think eight wins, but the right eight and you show development at certain positions. I mean, I think like with Chris Vizina, you're going to have to show that you can develop a quarterback. So whether it's TJ or whether it's Zach Calzada or whether it's Robbie or whoever, if you're showing progress that your quarterbacks are able to develop and put up yards and stats and you're winning enough so that you can put some of this for negative recruiting aside, because that's the other thing is, you know, this, the elephant in the room is, is that you have other staffs that are saying, hey, don't commit to these guys because they're not going to be here in six months. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not pretending that that's not out there. So getting enough wins, showing development of key players and key positions and the continuation of these relationships. And I really think this recruiting class is going to come out just fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really do. Better than last year. Oh, Ruben Bain, I forgot. He was on campus as well. Ooh. I would say yeah. Quay Russell, Ruben Bain, the top two edge guys. Yep. And then I was I was doing the offensive lineman that we saw or talked to since Saturday. Mm -hmm. Jafrard, Braden Joyner, Auburn commitment, Bo Hughley, UGA commitment, mm -hmm. Raquez McKeldry, UGA yes, commitment. <laughs> Excuse me, Clay Whedon, yep. Stanton Rimmel. Ian Jafrard, did I already say him? <laughs> Connor Stroh, Connor Lou. Mm -hmm. At least nine. And I think I think um, DJ Chester was also he here. was he was he was here uh, Monday. Mm -hmm. He was here Monday. Yeah, that's so the name. There's that's 10. the name to remember, by the way. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, okay. okay. Tell me about DJ Chester, man, because when I heard he was here yesterday, I looked him up. Didn't really know much about him. That was actually the first I'd heard about it. Okay, so Zach Owens, yep. Zechariah Owens, Zach. This is yeah. This is his teammate at. Uh, so Zach didn't come. DJ yeah, Amer uh, Eagles Landing. Yes, Eagles Landing. Yeah, DJ just got the offer. I think it Damn. was at the end of February, maybe. I was going to say three weeks back. Cole sounds right. Yeah, yeah. So um, DJ Chester. He's, I mean, he doesn't. I, I guess you would say he's not getting as much press as as Ze Zechariah Owens right now. Maybe just because Zechariah Owens took a lot of visits last year and you know made Got himself well known, right? Yeah, um, but this guy's every bit as good to me. I mean, watching the film, and he's. Do you see him as an interior, or do you see him as a tackle, Cole? Um, I think he's interior. I think he's probably interior, but he's not designated to that in his entire career. Does that make sense? Sure. He does. He, he I, I think a lot of guys, 
if you have the right depth, you can start a lot of guys on the interior and then work them into a tackle role just because it's easier to do that. It's a little bit harder to learn the tackle position. To me, he's one of those guys that could could eventually, you know, he's got enough athleticism, I think, is, is what I'm saying. Okay. But it may, t- it may take time just because he's such a mauler right now. Getting, it, getting his balance right and getting his pass set right, that kind of thing, you know. And we could use a mauler on the interior, don't you think? So? Well, you, don't, you don't turn maulers away. I mean, <laughs> no. you take those guys. <laughs> I completely agree. So that's 10 offensive linemen in three days on campus. At probably your biggest position of need beyond edge. I think edge is obviously the one that needs the most attention right now. Yes. Um, but other than that, offensive line rolling into this 2023 cycle, got to hit a home run. Got to. And, and lots of them. I mean, the bases yeah. need to be full when you hit that they home do. run. I, I, I mean, there's a I, – I don't, I don't see a way that of the 10 guys you just named, Jeffrey, they're, they're going to get a few of those guys. They got to. I would say two to three at least, right? Yeah. I mean, two, two to yeah. three of those ten. I mean, let's throw Braden off because they've already got him. But I think if you put Chester on there, I think he is you nine or ten. Either way, you, you hey, you miss eight out. You miss eighty percent of those. And yeah, you still got some damn ballers, man. Right. And I and I realized. I mean, you you talk to Stanton, Ramel, Ramil, whatever. I got to figure that one out too. Um, <laughs> it's Ramil, Ramil. Is it? Yeah. That's what I said first time. I think. <laughs> um. I talked to his dad. Yeah. His dad played at Bama. His grandfather on his mother's side played at Auburn. I think yes. that's what he told me. And they're originally from New York. Is that right? Uh, yes. Binghamton. Binghamton. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know right. how in the hell I just oh, remember upstate. that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Upstate New York is just like Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, oh, man, I, I tell you, just the, the names, the quality of recruits, the attitudes and body language that these recruits had when they left, getting Carmelo English on campus, getting James Smith, Quay Russell on campus, on campus, getting all those offensive linemen on campus, getting the quarterback on campus, getting the running back on campus, getting more wide receiver, getting the transfer wide receiver, wide receiver on campus. And, and yeah. let's, let's hit on – what let me finish my thought. It's just – it was very, very impressive in, in the way that it was organized, even the visits on Friday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, it was just – it was very impressive for me. Um, I guess for somebody who's seen this for the past 20 years, it was it was refreshing because I hadn't seen it in a while. Uh, so – I it, can't speak on the last 20 years, um, but I can say just from last year, with the same staff, just the main thing I would say is just it just seems so much more loose. I mean, it oh, seems so uptight. It's, it's just like they let loose a little bit, which is – and I wouldn't say that their effort got better in recruiting. I think it's just that they're looser about it. Right. I mean, the, the kids can sense that, you know. Right. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. It was fun. It was fun. And, Jay Head, <laughs> I think you, we, we've talked about this before, but with the coaching turnover – the assistant yep. coaches, man, when it comes to recruiting and personalities and stuff, man, it's hard for me not to make an argument that there weren't a lot of upgrades. I agree. And I'm not taking a shot yeah, at anybody personally, man. That's just how some folks are. But Rock Bell and Tony, 
and I don't know Bert. I, I you know, I didn't know Bert Watts. I, I'm he was across the street, but I never really knew him personally. But man, Rock Bell and Tony is a very personable guy. And, yes. and, and, and Ruben Bain talks about how, you know, his brother told him all about Rock Bell and Tony and everything he sees from him is exactly what his brother told him. He is a very fun guy to talk to. I uh, got, to, you know, we got to talk to Ike Hilliard Monday in the interviews and he is, and, and then see him a little bit, bit, bit with the receivers and just interacting with these guys. Uh, seeing the coaches interact with these recruits and well, we were on the outside. I mean, we're out in the parking lot, so it's not like we were in there any, so I don't want anybody to think sure. we were like, you know, peeking over the fence or anything, but when you seeing these people leave and stuff and, and yeah. you get to see a little bit of inter interaction and it's a different feel, it's a different yeah. feel, man. And, and the communication between these coaches, I know one guy told me that, you know, Auburn, they want to be the most communicative coaching staff and they want to be communicate more with these recruits than anybody else. Yeah. Like that's their goal. Uh, they want to treat these guys first class. They want, when these top guys show up, they want the coaches at the front door greeting them. Which you know? I think is a great personal touch. And it also was smart the way they formatted it with limiting it to 20 to 25 guys, because then you can right. give them that personal attention. And Jeffrey, you've seen it. I've read about it. Cole, you've probably experienced it to a degree. When you've had these junior days in the past, I mean, think about the Chiswick years. God, man, they bring in 60 kids yes. in one day. 60, 70, 80 kids. You can't talk to every one of them. And you know the coaches didn't. They're just around touring the facilities and everything else. These were personally crafted visits where they got one-on-one -on -one time with each kid to develop that relationship and overcome some of those stigmas that you already talked about that are out there, that negative attention, that negative recruiting that's out there. They showed them how they coach. They showed them the relationships with their own players. They showed them how they're going to give them personal attention when they're here on campus and what that means to them. I mean, I, I just think it was a home run all the way around the way they designed it, the kids they invited, um, and then the outcome from it. It was just, you know, I know I'm pumping a lot of sunshine right here. Like Pump I said, it, baby. Hey. <laughs> That two claps and a Ric Flair that it had me excited coming out of this, this weekend with what we were able to do. And then you, this is not the end of it. I mean, you still got Keldrick Falk coming to campus. You got multiple other kids that are coming to campus on different dates. A day, I assure you, you're going to have even more kids there then. So, Jaden Osbury, uh, yes, Willie, Will, Will Norman, the IMG four star defensive oh, yeah, tackles, yeah. both coming in early April. You've got Jay, uh, I already said Jaden, but uh, Zakari Nelson, Sylvester Smith, some of these in-state guys that didn't come. You, uh, Ethan Nation, AJ Harris. I would. I'm curious to see now about TJ Parker, Tamari, and Parker. I think Auburn still got a long way to go to get him on campus. But getting yeah. Carmelo here, they're really close. Yeah. Getting Carmelo here is going to be another. Is going to be somebody else in Auburn's corner to get Tamari and Parker back to campus. And and then if you do that, then who knows? Tony Mitchell was rumored at one point coming uh, this past weekend. We know he didn't. Uh, Jamal Jarrett, uh, Sadir yes. Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them we're not going to know about probably. We'll Auburn, find out when they're there. Not till the day of or the after they right. leave. You know yeah. what I mean? When they tweet about it. Yeah, and that's, you know, if you like a surprise, there you go. <laughs> kind of continuing on earlier from guys that we feel good about after this weekend, if, if signing day were tomorrow, I'm telling you, if signing day were next week, I would feel very – I would feel confident that Auburn flips both UGA offensive line commits. Yeah. Bo Hughley, Bo Hughley and Raquez 
that guy, Raquez, McIlderry. <laughs> we were okay. almost five for five. Man. We were almost five. Man. Five. I, yeah, I, but, but so those two guys, Hughley was here Saturday. Raquez was here Monday. And I talked to both of them when they left, and I, I really feel like Auburn is at worst 50-50 right now with Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, that would be big. And I think to me, it's getting that first domino to fall. If when you if you can get Terrence Love in the boat, yeah. And I'm I still feel like that's gonna happen. I know that things it didn't happen this weekend where a lot of people thought that it might, uh, me being one of those. Um, I don't think it's that far off from happening. I still think that's on the precipice of, of coming to fruition. But when you get somebody of that magnitude in the boat, and he is extremely popular in Atlanta, similar very much so to Damari uh, Austin. Yes. This opens up those doors of like, okay, one of ours is there. All right. That means it's okay for me to go there. So just getting that first domino to fall in a kid like him it's going to do so much for us in the state of Georgia. I honestly believe that. Who is uh, Mari's teammate that was CJ, there? CJ Hurd. TJ seriously was there. No, yes. listen. Impressive yeah, kid, man. Yeah, might be the most impressive one that was there as far as frame and all that goes. He's not a big talker. Um, now, did I offer him Saturday? Yeah, they did. They did. And he told me at the Under Armour camp that when I talked to him, I asked him, I said, are you going to make it to Auburn anytime soon? He said, yeah, I'll be there for that um, that event that's going on. I was like, okay. Um, he I, he goes, I think I'm going to get offered then too. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I was like, and then it, I walked away. I go, he hasn't been offered yet? I mean, I'm looking at this kid like, man, that kid is ridiculous looking. Yeah, right. And he and he showed out at the camp too, and I, you know, I mean, I knew the offer was coming after that, so they uh, they made it clear. So, so you had on that was that they wanted to do it in person. They wanted to make yeah. it special for him. Um, yeah, that, that's a big. Basically, they told him you're going to get an offer the second you get on campus. Right. You're come an offer. come get it, really. Come get it. Yeah, yeah. If you want right. to come get it, right? Um, and not not really not in that context, but uh, so so you had. James Smith, Searcy, Caden McDonald. Uh, we talked about wide receivers, uh, defensive backs. Let's, hey, we, we mentioned Chris Vizina was there Saturday, the number five quarterback. And the next day, Dante Moore, the number four quarterback, yeah. comes yeah. to campus with a group from South Florida and California, St. James Brosco guys, Kingston. Uh, I forgot his name, but they were top 30 players in the 2024 class. Now, yeah. I don't think Auburn has much of a chance, if if anything, but getting those guys, that big group of kids with a bunch of underclassmen on campus is huge. And that's yes. Rock Bell and Tony's uh, presence down there in South Florida. That's – man. Uh, Wasn't uh, Jalen Green? Jalen Green, the number four wide receiver, was there with them? Yeah, he was there too, yeah. Man. Just part of it. Look, these bus tours by these seven-on-seven groups and, and high school teams and everything else, that's part of it now. But if you're not on their list, right, then you don't have a shot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to – I'm not in any way, shape, form, or fashion saying that we're now in the race with Dante Moore, okay? Right. I'm, I'm not doing yeah. that. 
but it starts with a visit. Okay. And if he comes back, well, all right, maybe you've got something, but you got to get those kids on campus to start with because in Auburn's position right now, coming off a six and seven season, it's just, we're, we're scratching and clawing to get in the door. But once you get in the door, that's where those relationships can really start to impact things. So like you said, the underclassmen, it's even more important that they're here than some of these other kids that showed up on campus that maybe we got a shot with, maybe we don't. But it's formulating those relationships for the future. And 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 listen, perception-wise, when 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 a recruit sees that the number five or the number four quarterback visited Auburn from, from you know from Michigan, that's it, may, it opens some people's eyes and goes, man, maybe I need to put Auburn on my list of of visits yep. that I want to check out. Let me just go. Let me let me stop by there. Uh, I, I just think it, it, you know, nothing bad can come from that. And I'm um, getting 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 the quality athletes and recruits that they had on campus this weekend was very impressive, man. Very impressed. I agree. And, and, and the way it was all handled, I just I, I was I, I didn't want it to stop, man. I, I I was having a blast, you know, talking to these recruits and, and listening to their yeah. their comments and, and seeing their body language and seeing Quay and James and Carmelo and those guys. It was uh it was a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. It was a, it's a lot different than a year ago, and I'm blaming the 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 pandemic for that one. What did you did you guys get an opportunity to talk to Vizina? Speaking to him? No, I did not. No, we, he, he was walking he, away. He was he saw was hand in hand with him. I believe he took him to the baseball game. If I'm not sure mistaken, did. sure did. Yeah, he wanted to go he to the baseball. Ole yeah. Miss was in town. Now Auburn ended up getting beat thirty-five to three or something. <laughs> yeah. A day after, no, 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 they got shut <laughs> out a day. After. Auburn won. That was when we won nineteen to five or whatever it was. So it was a good game for him to go to. No, it, that was the day before, yeah. I think. Auburn scored seven, whatever it was, 19 to Friday, and then got shut yeah. out Saturday. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. But right. he wanted, yeah, he wanted to see how that was going, too. So, I mean, we didn't catch him, but he was, you know, he was um, a high-priority guy, definitely, being followed around by coaches. Uh, Thanks uh, for Corey Rucker, by the way. Corey Rucker, who took an official visit to South Carolina – after leaving Auburn Monday through Wednesday, then he was going to Utah State, yes. uh, I think Thursday through Saturday, something like that, and had some other schools getting in the mix with him. But, man, I tell you, Auburn would really like to add him to the class. And, man, I tell you, uh, turning a little bit to football, from what I've seen in the last couple of practices that I've attended, Auburn has zero depth at edge. They've got Derek Hall. They've got Eku Leota. And that's the only two guys on the team at a position that they rotated five people last year. They've got right. two guys who've ever taken a college snap in a game. Now, Dylan Brooks is right there. And then beyond Dylan is two walk-ons. Yep. Yeah. You've got three scholarship edge guys right now at a position where you want to rotate five. got to think they're going hard after the edge position. In the transfer portal, if they can find a fifth-year guy, along with a multi-year guy, I wouldn't, my, I wouldn't doubt seeing them take two of these edge guys if they could get one guy to plug and play for a year and then uh, taking a multi-year guy. Really um, – and, and being patient there. I know Willie, Willie Miller, I believe, was one of uh, – oh, shit, is that his name? Willie Taylor. Willie Taylor. That's what I said, Cole. Damn it. Listen. Um, <laughs> DJ Coleman is definitely not the kid from yeah. Jacksonville State. He's out. Uh, so that'll be a position we'll watch closely. We know wide receiver is a huge position. And Auburn really needs two of those because they've got what three, right? What, what you got? 
uh, Malcolm, you got Shed, you got Malcolm Johnson Jr., you've got uh, Dawson. Oh, you're starting. And then behind them, you've got I saw JJ Evans yesterday at practice in street clothes. Um, you got Jay Fair that's out there working in the right, slot. Right. You've got um, a lot Zavin of newbies. Capers, Zavin Capers. Capers. Yep. Capers there you go. Playing at the yeah, playing over at the X. I don't even know who your backup. I mean, I guess when uh, when Var gets back out there, he's going to be in the slot, and you'll be able to move. But I will say this: outside of the Z. But yeah, you're six deep right now at wide receiver. With two high school guys coming in, so at minimum you need one. You yeah. know, at a minimum, you probably would take it'd feel better if you got two, if it's yeah. the right. Yeah, team. yeah, absolutely. But that was man, I, I hate to say it, but that was the, the couple of practices that I've seen. Those twenty minute windows that I've seen. So I've seen them a total of forty, and I spent maybe three or four minutes watching wide receivers. So don't take this for you know to the bank, but. Man, that's one of the least impressive receiver groups I've seen at Auburn in a long time. Yeah. I just wasn't wowed by anybody as a – I guess as a whole, man. They just I, – I went, wow, that's mm. – and, and I think Ike Hillier was – he said, we need help. I asked him about the wide receiver. He goes, we need help. Straight up, yeah. we, need, we, need help. we need help. Carmelo I, English saw it. Yeah. Corey Rucker saw it. Yeah, you can't play the same three guys all game long at receiver. You, you cannot. And I'm okay. I think Malcolm Johnson Jr., Shed, and Dawson are going to be fine. I, I honestly believe, you know, that's that's fine with three. And then when you add Var back to that mix, well, that gives you four guys that you can rotate. But you got to have more than four. You got to have six to seven dudes you can rotate at receiver and count on. You never know. You never know what um, Amari Kelly and, and Camden Brown are going to bring when they come in in the fall, too. Camden so. Brown, who was also there Saturday, who loves him some Brian Harson, dude. I love him. <laughs> I really like Camden Brown, man. He's going to be my my dude. Uh, Keontae Scott was there as well. Keontae right? Scott was there as well. You know, Cole, you asked me if I saw him. I was like, yes, I did. He walked right past me with his name yeah. tag on. I think I, we were. Keontae Scott, is that, is that news? Like, he's the I think we were. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he was at Snow College in Utah. He was. Yeah, um, I think we were talking to a recruit, and he walked by, and I, it, in the back of my mind, I was like, I have seen that guy before. Yeah. Where... <laughs> I wrote it down, and I, I, I wrote it down back here. I think it was Ramel or, or Ramil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there you go. Same guy. Yeah. And then I texted you, like, the next day. I was like, am I dreaming, or, or did I we I saw see? him. <laughs> okay. I saw him. But, yes, Camden Brown, I think, is going to uh, – I think he's going to be fun to watch. I really like him. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't count those guys out. They're freshmen, I know, and, and they didn't get to go through spring practice. But that's two, you know, uh, talented bodies to throw into the position that will help a little bit. But you really, really need that transfer or two. Yes. And, yeah. man, it, it just makes it just makes Corey Rucker such a priority. I mean, missing on him would be very tough mm. because he is a good player and he's – He's got some experience, so you got to – I mean – And he's got three years left. I'm, yeah, yeah, huge. I'm interested to see what happens there. I, I got a good vibe from him, but, you know, he was he was honest. He said, you know, um, Ole Miss was my dream school. Yep. Um, not really hearing much from them. Still going to look at South Carolina. So – I think it's, Baylor had contacted him, Washington, Washington State, some some Pacific oh, Northwest, yeah, he, Pac-12. But he's a Mississippi dude, man. Uh, I, I really feel like if if the, if nothing else changes, he's coming to Auburn. I feel like um, 
be patient when it comes to the transfer portal after these spring practices and games yeah. are over with. It's going to blow up yeah. once again. There's going to be a lot of options. You don't want to fill up now and go, well, shit, man, I could have waited for that guy, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Turn in really quick because it was a huge deal. We, I'm going to try to wrap this up. Cole's got to go get his boy. But, no, um, I'm good. I'm good. We're good. Oh, got uh, okay. Hey, <laughs> uh, Tuesday afternoon, shortly after lunch, Johan Treor, the number yeah, top ten guy who's been – did he commit? And he signed with LSU, didn't he? No, he, he just he committed. committed. Philip Phillips. Phillips signed. That's but right. He's that's been right. In his NOI now. Johan Treor uh, publicly and and finally, we've kind of been expecting it for a while now since Will Wade was fired at LSU. Johan Treor went public today, decommitted, reopened his recruitment. Auburn is thought to be a very in very very good position with Treor. Uh, I know that Wes Flanagan has been recruiting this kid for a long time, has a great relationship with him. That He's been watching Auburn. He's been watching Jabari Smith and how he's utilized in uh, Bruce Pearl's system. Really likes everything that's happened. I really feel like, um, you know, Treor chose to visit LSU over Auburn, and that was ultimately what he, where he ended up signing. I feel like if he had come to Auburn, I, I think things could have been different. Uh, but April 13th is the uh, regular basketball signing period, so it's not far. I mean, we're talking, what, three weeks from now? I think it's three weeks from today. Yes. Y'all are three weeks, to from, three weeks from today. So, if something's going to happen soon, man, and I, and I feel like the last time I checked on it, Auburn felt like they were in a really good spot with him. And so, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. I know Auburn's also talking to the LSU signee, Julian Phillips, and Marvel Jones. Is it Marvel or Marvel? You know, I don't know exactly. Marvel, I'm sorry, Marvel recruit. Adams. Adams, not Jones. Yeah. Um, so, all three of those – I mean, LSU's recruiting class, was, which was surprisingly – imagine that. I mean, it was an awesome class, right? And now all three of those guys are, have bolted. I think there was actually four. Um, but, anyways, Auburn had contacted three of those guys. Uh, I think Trey Orr is probably the guy you should keep the most eye on. Most eye on. That doesn't sound right, does it? Um, so – and then let's uh, – what what you got, man? Wrap up, Cole. What's your final thoughts on this before we get to some how about you? Well, did you want to do uh, the quarterback? Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. When we started this, Cole had to go at 3.30, so I was going to cut that out. Uh, but if Sorry. you're still good, Cole, let's – No, yeah, I'm good. I, I got that covered. So. All right, let, let, let's roll it out, Jay. Here, what you got? All right, so on our five to get two from the quarterback yep. position – now, this may end up biting me just like Trey Ford bit me uh, with the linebacker group because I spoke before we necessarily kind of started to get a feel for what C-Rob was looking at with his board. Um, but I'm going to go with right now Ethan Nation, four-star cornerback from Atlanta, number one. I like it. This is – this number this, – this second one is going to be – I don't think it's where he is on Auburn's board, but I think he's the most likely to commit if we were to accept it today. I'm going to go with Avion Terrell, four-star from Atlanta. I like it. Number three, I'm going to go with Braxton Myers, four-star from Texas. Number four, I'm going to go with Kyan Lee, four-star from Ellenwood, Georgia. Recent UGA decommit. I know that Zach is extremely high on him. Um, there's been some back and forth now where Georgia feels a little bit more comfortable about potentially getting him back in the class. But you just don't see kids decommit and then recommit all that often. 
typically they decommit for a reason. So, and last but not least, I got a tie at five and I'm going to go with Avery Stewart, four-star out of Montgomery and Dell Miller, three-star originally out of Birmingham. I think he's now transferred down to IMG. If I remember correctly. Did he really? He was at Hoover. Yeah, he was at Hoover. I think he's now at IMG, Jeffrey. But those are was that Dale Miller? Five to six. Dale Miller. Dale Miller, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's at IMG now. That's that's my understanding. I think he's down at IMG now. Interesting. Cole, are you prepared to give your yeah. five? Oh shit, man. You make me look like <laughs> full disclosure. I'm not prepared. So y'all, y'all give me your list and I'll uh I'll piggyback off of you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always prepared, Jeffrey. All right, Cole. <laughs> I'm a little unprepared. Actually, I'm I'm not as prepared as usual today, but I do I have some guys in mind. Um, okay. Um did you start at one or five, J Head? I started at one. Okay. Started at one with Ethan Nation. Number one for me is gonna be Avion Terrell. Got um, it. If I'm not mistaken, his older brother A.J. Terrell came down to Auburn and Clemson. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay. I, I think I think this is one of those situations. Um, I liken this to the Mark Anthony Richards situation. Okay. You remember uh, his older brother, Amon Richards, actually went to Miami. It was between Auburn and Miami. Um, he chose Miami, but he was really fond of Auburn. And his little brother, Mark Anthony Richards, was on all those trips with him when he went to Auburn and Miami. And then later on, younger brother chooses Auburn. I'm not saying it's going to work exactly like that, but that's how I'm, you know, I'm comparing it to that right now because it feels similar and it could happen. I I think Auburn made a big move with him when he visited. Oh, yeah. So uh, he's number one. Um, Ethan Nation is number two from Roswell, Georgia. Um. Number three is going to be Ryan Robinson. There you go. Yeah. From New Orleans. Is he from New Orleans? Ed Nakar. Ed Nakar. Okay. Um, I'll say number four and five, I'm not nearly as confident in. And I'm not (laughs) – I'm not putting AJ Harris on my list. No, not, not going to do that. No, <laughs> James, James Smith was one thing. I don't feel like chancing it with with Harris. Um, yeah, Braxton Myers. I'll go with Braxton Myers from Texas. That was sort of a surprise deal. Didn't expect him to visit like that. Um, he actually who was with him that day. Remember, there was two four star yeah, corner. It was Braxton AB, Myers, AB Terrell. Terrell. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Braxton actually reached out to us and said, Hey, I'm gonna be in Auburn. I want you to want you to know. <laughs> so let me like, ask, oh. did you finish your school? I still no, have a number, number, he's on number four. Okay, I'm sorry. He was number four. I have a number five. I, I mean, I don't have a number five, and I don't think I'm gonna go with a number five. If I was, it'd probably be Kay and Lee, but I don't feel great about Kay and Lee at this moment. Sounds so, like you weren't prepared. Well, I, like I said, I wasn't as prepared as usual. I had the names. Up here, <laughs> let me. Uh, okay, I'm looking right now at the uh, on three offers for cornerback position according to on three uh, Auburn offers, and 
let me just throw some names out for the people listening because if you're wondering, like, why aren't you? So T- Terrence Love, safety. Tony Mitchell, yeah. safety. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester Smith, safety. Michael Darty, Darty, Docker, Darty, Daughtery. Oh hell, ain't no damn. There's not a D. <laughs> there's not. There's not a D or a T in the middle. Of, it's, it's it's like daughter. You trying to tell this man how to pronounce his own last name? Listen, D A U G H E R T Y. Daughty, 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 Daughty. Dakari Nelson. Yeah, that guy too, man. Dakari, Dakari Nelson. Uh, Bryce Thornton. I remember him. Uh, early on so yeah knowing that going off of these and i looked at the athletes uh, the athlete sections well i didn't see anybody down there i would uh, consider a cornerback i would say if y'all don't if if you'll remember now i think i was the first one to say av terrell yes you were so i'm gonna have him on my list uh i'm gonna put cole do you know or jay head either one of you do you know we know why ethan nation wasn't there saturday um, I heard at one time he was going to be there, and then I heard he wasn't. He had rescheduled. Okay, yeah, he's going to be there maybe okay. this weekend or the next. Something okay, like that. all right. It, like the twenty eighth or something of that nature is what I was told is when he's going to come to town. Uh, let's see. By the way, <laughs> let me let me change my number five to Avery Stewart. That's that's who I was thinking of. There you okay. go. That's, okay. That's... Set the record straight. <laughs> all right, Ethan Nation, Av Terrell. Uh, and and, and the, really the guys to choose from at this point, right, and we all agree on is Braxton Myers, Kay, Kay and Lee, mm-hmm. uh, Avery Stewart, Dale Miller, Ryan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't think of anybody that else that has visited to this point. You also have the kid from Hewitt Trustful, um, Ricky Gibson, huh. is another who was at a couple games this year. And, and he's, you know, he's a three-star right now, still trying to trying to improve that. He was pretty good at Hewitt Trustful. I think he's probably going to have a big year there. So, just want to keep an eye on. No, I, I, I think that's – I'll take the easy way out, man. I'll take Ethan Nation, A.B. Terrell, Braxton Myers, Kyan Lee, Avery Stewart, Dale Miller, Ryan Robinson. That's seven. Yeah. I, I feel Auburn will get two of those. Yeah. Yes. If, if yes. signing day, we're soon. Yes. Yeah. Five for two. And they have a seven for two. Uh, and, and really, there's you know, man, they got a good looking DB board. I mean, we'll, we'll find out. You're gonna do safeties next week, safety, yeah. Nickel. Safety looks even deeper than, yeah, safety yeah. Nickel looks even deeper than corner. I think now, we, we'll probably is, have to revisit this because there's so many guys that are coming in right now, right? Like, well, I, I think we'll like post spring or something, yeah. Post spring, maybe we'll do offense and defense all at one time. Give me three guys at each of our five, you yeah. know, whatever. We'll, 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 we'll revisit it for sure. I think post spring will also know better on our needs too. Uh, when you start to address the transfer portal, than what we're looking at for the 23 class for kind of numbers by position, that's going to kind of start to settle itself out as we move towards the summer. So you'll get a better gauge overall on, you know what I mean? How many is it more than just two? You know, are you looking at three cornerbacks? You're looking at three safeties. What are you looking at? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. That's seven cornerbacks. So we, we decided we're going to do, uh, what we say, safety nickel next week? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of good guys. And seeing who all comes in kind of plays into it as well. Kind of tells you where Auburn stands with these guys. Uh, you know, Takari Nelson, I remember not two, two weeks ago, he was telling me how hard Auburn, Auburn was recruiting him. Auburn is recruiting him. 
Um, so I'm curious to see, like, why some of these guys weren't there. And it may have just been, hey, I had prom. Yeah. So, and, and that would go a long way where they stand on my list. As far as I know, I mean, they could have visited elsewhere, but I haven't seen that. Yeah, I, so. me neither. Which I leads think me to look at FSU this past weekend. I mean, that that's my understanding of the situation. But, I mean, he's been to Auburn a lot. So, maybe trying to get down to Tallahassee was the only time it worked for him and he could come on an individual visit later on. And maybe it, it, the coaches even wanted it that way. Sometimes when they get these one-offs, it's even more impactful. So, right. I trust the coaching staff on this one that they're able to get – as long as they get these kids on campus, it doesn't matter to me if they come for big visit weekends or if they come for one-offs for themselves. As long as they come and continue to come and, be, and revisit, that's what's important, the continuation of that relationship. Yeah. Very, very. <laughs> what happened over there, Jay? You had the, you had the drag strip. Hey, you know what, man? I'm not far from probably the uh, the Kiston racetrack. So, you know, oh, yeah. the, leprechaun, the leprechaun down there in tree. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Well, listen, does anybody have any high batches this week? I do. Do you? I do. Um, Bo Newton. I don't know if that's his real name or if that's just a combination of Bo Jackson and Cam Newton. No, it's um, Bo, Bo Nix. Yeah, but he, every single time, it, it doesn't matter if it's on Twitter or, well, he does it sometimes on the board, mostly on Twitter. When I when I put a, an article out, he gives me the goat emoji. And I, don't, I, I thought for a while that he was doing that for the player I was talking about, but he's been doing that on everything. So, man, I appreciate that. I, I'm not the goat by any means, but thank you. You're encouraging your stalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you. We all need one. How about you this week and watch them a little closer this week? See what happens. All right. All right. All right. I got a few, man. I I got Ario, A U R E O. Yep. Which is best cookies with milk. Uh, Hey, hey. So he he was the one who showed me, or he was the one who was using the uh, the football and basketball emojis on the corner on the message board. And I just, I just, I thought that that blew my freaking mind, dude. (laughs) I I was like, I got to figure that out. And I've uh, been using it ever since. Kind of, it kind of lets you know, hey man, this is kind of sets it apart. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoy it. So big, right. uh, big. How about you to Ario uh, at Sid? Big. How about you to at Sid? Big. How, how about you? The stats don't matter, man. Always. One of our one of our more consistent and uh, and loyal posters, man. Big. How about you to stats at uh, at Scott G at Michael S um, at Parv P A U R V. I think he. Uh, I don't know what he's meaning by that. Hopefully, it's not perv. Perv? Is that somebody's name? No, Perd. Perd. What show was that off of? Community. With uh, no, I want Community. Shit, I forgot. Um, it's not ringing any bells. For Come me. on, man. So local government. Ron, say, Jeffy, I, I'm out. Ron Swanson. Oh, Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks yeah. and Rec, dude. Purd, you know Purd. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 Purd. I got you now. Hey, uh, Colorado War Eagle, CO War Eagle, big how about you to him? He's always got answers for people that want to go to Yellowstone or out in Midwest somewhere, man. He's, he's a great poster, great uh, guy. And we had a newbie come on, uh, popped his uh, <laughs> he popped his shell, let's put it that way. <laughs> and uh, and Jay Led or, or JLED, 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 I like it. So a lot of how about you uh, this week as well, man. 
You guys keep posting. We'll keep reading. We'll keep how about you. And talking about you on the show, man. Make you a star. Make you a goat. There you goat. go. And maybe we'll get some more listener questions next week. Couldn't get to them today. But maybe next week we can do uh, that up so we can hear more feedback from you guys. All right. Next week we got DB Nickel. We're going to put some questions out for the subscribers on the corner. Again, if you're not a member to Auburn Live on 3, man, right now is the time to do it. Uh, $10 for four months. Uh, really can't beat it. It's kind of like a cute puppy, man. You, you just can't. So uh, we'll leave it there. Final thoughts on this weekend, guys, on, on what we've seen. Just, um, just they, they're just loosening it up, man. It's starting to be, it's starting to become more natural to the coaching staff, and and um, you know, getting guys on campus. If you get them on campus, you got a shot. Always. There you go. Jay hit. I think Cole encapsulated it perfectly. Get them back on campus. Get them back on campus. Get them back on campus. That's the, that's the key to this right now. Relationship build your way out of this deal. And as they are, we'll continue to bring you the coverage. Y'all stay tuned to Auburn Live on 3. We're going to be back next week uh, for another episode of The Shrivel Pod. For Cole, for Jay Head, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. If you're not passing, stay out of the left lane. How about you? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.